0: From the 5th Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your
1: host, Steve Collins.
0: Hey
1: everybody, welcome to Coach Unplugged. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Diggs, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um... You know, their customer service, even before they were sponsors, w- was unbelievable. It's one of the reasons I I reached out to them and said, I want you to sponsor, be one of our sponsors on our podcast because I just believe in their machine so much and it's just helped our team win so many games. So uh mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one stop shop. It is my baby. Um it's one of the reasons we're able to keep this free. We're not gonna be charging for our podcast or our YouTube channel or anything like that. Um, but it's also run by a high school coach for high school coaches or youth coaches or even college coaches. Um, it's not run by a, a, a college. It's not Zoom. It's not all these Zoom calls. It's on court. It's demonstrations. It's videos. It's clinics. It's handouts. It's everything you need to become a better basketball coach in one-stop shop. So if it's not there, I will find it for you. <laughs> All right, let's head off to the podcast.
0: And then we want to get the ball to the other side of the court, and then we can look to attack. All right, before right. we jump shot, unless you're wide open, we want to get our feet in the paint. All right, once we get our feet in the paint, that means we penetrated. Now we can dish. Now we can kick. Now we can get the offense going. So just a couple rules, you know, um, and it, again, it, it's, we, we, we adapt. Simple
1: know? is better at that age, would I be my guess? I yeah. think
0: simple is better at all ages, right? all levels. <laughs> you know (laughs) except for you know you got guys like Tom Izzo who has like 74 well different plays right Tom Tom
1: Crean's worse Tom Crean's worse (laughs)
0: yeah Tom Crean has like
1: eight billion um all right so so going back to building a program so Mm -hmm. you talked about some of the key pillars what else
0: Mm -hmm. uh you know I I think one you just coaching teaching is about relationship Uh, one thing I did before I got And I'm the gym teacher there. So, you know, I know the guys and I see them all the time. I I took the morning basketball program. So every day, five days a week, I open the gym and I I get there early and I pride myself. That's one of the first things I do uh, for my job. And I'm like, what a great life that I wake up in the morning after I get my kids to school and I and there's kids waiting in the hallway at 740. School does not start to really about 8.30. I think they call homeroom. They call homeroom at 8.20. So it's about 10 minutes. Uh, and they can't wait, Steve. And it's like, oh, man, I remember. But you to- got them, though. That's
1: the thing is that's what people don't understand is you got them. Like, you've hooked them. Like, hooked them. It, you know, it's like giving that kid that first book and they get hooked on it and then they want to read more. It's the yeah. same thing here. You got them. Now they're going to listen to you. Like what's local- and and, and, it listen, listen, and the
0: way I the way I run uh, the morning basketball is I'll come in and I'll, I'll play music and uh, we have two full courts. Okay. And it's and it's a uh, we do like a little bit of a, a tournament. So if you get in early, you go to the full court and you can play full court as long as people are not waiting. And so. We, um, I, I allow them to play anywhere from three on three, four on four to five on five. Usually I'm a big
1: believer at that age to play a lot more three on three.
0: I love three on three.
1: I um, do too. If you got enough baskets, it's the best game ever. Yes, because um, you, you can't play both, hide. You, you got to work. You know, five on five. I could. So this, I always use this analogy. I could be on. You put four of the bucks out there, <laughs> and then me. Seriously they could cover me the four of them could cover the other five guys and i would just yes. have to i mean yeah. i'm just saying you can hide you like can i them. always tell parent i always tell um coaches like in tryouts and stuff mm-hmm. two on two, three on three because you everyone's got to hold the everyone's got to do everything when you're that small yeah. um it, it, hopefully that's what i'm hoping will come out of one of the things that will come out of this pandemic is kids won't be able to play five on five they're oh, going to have to play because the groups are going to be smaller that they're going to be able to get together. So maybe they can play two on two. Great. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's going to
1: help their games, I think.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it's funny you said that because I, I uh, I did a charity event to raise money for um, uh, one of the soup kitchens in the area and we call it the hunger games and you can, you, we bring, we bring <laughs> money in and uh, yeah, we we, we, we we try to get creative in Princeton. So. Uh, and we had them in different districts, right? Different, so we, you know, we played off the Hunger Games, and it's a three-on-three tournament. And so you play three-on-three, uh, but you can have up to five guys on your team.
1: And do you have do you have rules about substitutions and stuff like that, or anything?
0: They sub themselves, and they realize that like, oh, we got five on our team. And they realize, okay, well, two of you guys are not going to be playing the whole time. Right. So the eighth graders, the sixth graders always come in because, they, you know, they all want their friends to be together. So they have five on the team. But the eighth graders realize, like, all right, listen, it's just us three. This is our team. We're going to play the whole time. Um, and if you have a district player, it's someone who made the team, someone who made the, the JW basketball team. Our, our middle school is called John Witherspoon. Uh, and you can only have two district players or you can get an adult or staff member. So it's a full school event. I Our love that. In it. Yeah. And so. And how, was well, that good? Uh, was it a
1: good fundraiser?
0: Oh, it's great. It's great. And we, we didn't get a chance to get it in because of COVID. We were going to run it in the spring. But, um, you know, first day of school, kids are there. 7.40, I'm opening the gym. Coach, what, what date is Hunger Games? I'm like, all right, listen, I haven't even I tell any people. Yet.
1: I always tell people Hunger Games is the is the epitome of a game. And they go, What do you mean? I go, Well, you win or you die. Exactly. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> no in between. There's no in between. It's it's kind of like when we play Monopoly in our house. You either win or you die. Like it's like one of those <laughs> things. You know, there's no in between. Is, no one's happy. No one talks to anybody. There's, right. Well, there's no one happy
0: at the end of that, right? Yeah, there's
1: nobody ever happy. So it's like and they go well i never thought i said you know it's a great it's a great read but i said it's hunger games it's like uh,
0: yeah. i well, love
1: that i love that i love that that's a great people are always asking for fundraiser ideas too you know our yeah, youth I, program I, I does can, a free no, thing it I, can, I love that yeah cuz you yeah. what, what 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 makes a good a fundraiser is they're actually doing something they love to do and oh. you're raising money win-win like the free throw one they're they're working on their free throws and we're making money so we do have like a free throw thing where the grandparents will say we'll give you a dollar for every free throw you make or whatever
0: we've done that before oh
1: something like that i love that better than selling cookie dough i hate that kind of stuff we
0: did we did a push-up thon push-up a thon getting
1: stronger Yep. Yep.
0: absolutely
1: and that builds programs going back to what we were talking about Mm -hmm. that builds camaraderie that builds community you know
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, I might have got off off topic, but it's okay.
1: See, Trust me. Uh, there's a little <laughs> bit. Of, there's a little bit of the dog from Up in me too. It's like, Squirrel, if it interests me, I want to talk about it. It's all right. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, coming in and opening that gym at, at seven forty and seeing those kids, and they know that if they get there early, they get on that full court. So there's an incentive, right? And not only that, um, they can get more shots up because it's. You wake up in the morning, who knows your journey to school, right? You got a brother, right. and sister, parents yelling at you, maybe you finished your homework, you didn't eat breakfast. And then you go in and you, and you try to play and you have to win because it's a tournament format. So let me finish the format. So there's a full court and I, I enjoy three-on-three, three, but the, I let the kids play their own game. Right, and, yep. And that's what keeps them coming, right? They, play, they make their own rules of play their own game. They call their own fouls. The next court is a half court. And so we, again, we prefer three on three. And then the, the other half of that is I call the, the basement. So it's the basement, the the middle court is just the middle court. And then we have the penthouse the penthouse so you is, should call
1: it like the living room or something it's The yeah. basement the living room and the penthouse like there you go yep you can put the outhouse in there too because my dad always said you're either in the penthouse or the outhouse there doesn't tend to be much of it when you're.
0: i in college, you know? i started with the outhouse and then, you know, the parents are oh, you put my kid in the outhouse
1: <laughs> i like the basement though it's like a, it, it, you know what it is it, it, it builds like the, the premise of you know, you know, you got to build a foundation before you build a house. You got to pour the cement. Blah blah blah. It's like all that community. It's all kind of. I love that. It's all kind of. I, I love how you. I love
0: how you you grasp it because you know yeah. sometimes you can tell you're you're a basketball junkie. You love this stuff. I do
1: love this stuff. I do love this stuff. <laughs> too much sometimes as, <laughs> as it says back here what does it say i think we interrupt this marriage to ring your basketball season my wife would go there's sure no interruption up. it's just a po- That's an interruption what are you talking about <laughs>
0: awesome so uh i had a year and a half of watching these kids grow in middle school they grow i'm like this kid was you know four foot two and now he's taller than me in right. a year, right? They grow five, six inches sometimes. Uh, and then I give them tidbits. And, and me being the varsity coach before, and we actually had really good, we had some really good teams. We, we went to a sectional final, and we won four division titles in five years. Uh, so when I came to the middle school, they were like, oh, my God, Coach Carter's here. Right. Uh, and and, they're and like, Why they're did
1: you like, leave the high school to go to the middle school?
0: Uh, I don't know if we have enough time for that story. <laughs> okay. Was it,
1: was it a, was it a choice or was it not uh, a choice?
0: It was, it was, it was not my, it was not my choice. Uh, okay. And the administration, we're not seeing eye to eye. I, I, I wanted, to, when I took over the program, they had not been to the playoffs in 15 years. Right. And um, they hadn't won. Right. In my first year we made the playoffs. Uh, my second year, we went to a sectional final. Uh, and in the next you know four years, we won the division title, right uh, four division titles. And we were gaining a lot of attention. Uh, and i don't I don't think they wanted that. and in basketball, especially in in Princeton, basketball, it's late. You know, games are at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. Right. And, you know, that brings in a lot of excitement, a lot of commotion. Our stands were packed. Right. And, uh, it, it brought in more trouble. They were like, it, we were better when our team wasn't good.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah I get that. I get you that. Know? I didn't know if it was family-based, too, because you have a young family. It's hard to balance. It, actually,
0: it actually worked out in the end.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. I have a clip of my wife dragging – both my sons and in, in, in carrying uh, uh, one of those baby strollers right. uh, on video. And she's just like, are you ever going to help me with the... My, my two sons, nine and 10 are 13 months apart. And okay. I was doing this while I was coaching hoops.
1: Right. It's hard. That balance is hard. That balance is hard.
0: So in the end it was, it was the best thing for me.
1: Yeah. It's a good balance. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's keep going. So anything else you want to share as far as building a program and stuff?
0: Well, well Coming, coming to the middle school, so I, I had that uh, morning thing. Yeah, I had the morning thing, and and I guess I had the credibility from from the kids, and I would give them little tidbits. I said, you know, hey, uh, I've been watching you, and uh, instead of instead of taking that you know twelve foot shot shot fake, still a shot fake, and you can take a layup, and another big comes in. You know, go go underneath, up and under, do reverse layup, or you can could, you could also, also pass it, you know? So, right. so instead of selling for the shot, and then the kid would do it, like, hey, coach, that worked, that really worked, you know? And so we'd, we'd get around, and I would just give them, you know, a little bit of advice, but not that much, because I, I, for me, at that age, I think you learn by doing, I think probably you learn by doing it at any age. Right. So what I did was I, I started to gain their trust in that morning thing, so I, I don't want to carry too long, but I gained their trust. I developed a relationship and I, I established myself as credible. Right. And I think when you're, when you're building a program, lucky for me, I had those opportunities. I think those are, are three things that you, you must have. If you are going to build a program, you, you got to have uh, good communication and, build those relationships you got to have trust and they have to believe in you
1: the more and more i talked about coaches about this it's like yeah if you're going to convince them to go (laughs) to storm normandy you got to convince them that it's a cause that's worth fighting for and it's similar i'm not comparing basketball to (laughs) d-day but i am kind of but it's (laughs) (laughs) but 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 it's similar in the sense that if you want them to storm the beach they have to be wanting to fight for you and it's the only way they're going to do that is they love you and there's that relationship and that that's an underlying toe that over the last month and a half that i've seen and i've always thought this anyway that um it's about relationship building it's Mm -hmm. you know um it it is i had
0: to learn that i had to learn that through uh trial and error um because that was not the way I was coached.
1: <laughs> no. And, and the thing is, when you're young, you tend to think it's more about the X's and O's. And can yeah. I run this specific offense and that kind of stuff? And, you know, I, I've, I've said this on a couple podcasts this month. It's like I, I used to think it was 80-20, 80% you know, coaching and 20% mm-hmm. you know relationships. I think it's the other way.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think it's 20% the X's and O's. I agree. And then it's 80% of do they believe what you're selling them? Because if mm-hmm. they don't believe what you're selling them, it doesn't matter. Because you're not going to win the big one. You might win, but you're not going to win the ones you need to win. Um, I, I
0: agree. And, and that 80%, you know, are they going to stay late? Are they going to come early? Right. Are they going to work on their own? Are they going to study film when you're not around? You know, and if, if that's only 20%, yeah, you're right. They're not going to put the extra effort in. They're not. Because every coach has the two hour slot and that's what I, you know, that's what I try to explain. What separates myself from other coaches is that, uh, yeah, everyone has that two hour slot. Everyone has 22 games. Right. Okay? But right, out of the 365 days, how many, how many days are your guys touching the basketball, right? Outside of season. How many times are you guys you know, studying tape outside of practice? You know, how many miles are you guys running to get in shape before preseason? right? Those are the really good coaches that get those guys to do that.
1: It's that little bit extra. Yeah.
0: So, yes, I and, agree. and you can't, obviously you're a coach, you would tell them to do it, but that's not, that's not your job there. Your job is to influence them and encourage them.
1: aren't one in those two hours. They're, con, they're right. contained in that two hours, but they're, they're, they're one like right now, like yeah. at 10 o'clock on a Wednesday. Yep. Someone's doing something. That's when they're one because no one's watching. Yep. Um, so. And,
0: I mean, and so, so, so the, to, to build off of that, I think, you know, to have uh, parent support. So, you know, maybe a couple good dads that have been around the game. Jewelry
1: isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com.
0: Maybe they'll take a a team and play fall ball um, and trusting them. Right. And being able to communicate, say, Hey, listen, I know, you know, you went to Dartmouth and you ran the wheel, but um, you know, I'm comfortable running uh, the flex. And and,
1: and this is something for the young coaches too. don't get caught up too much on the summer. I mean the correlation, and this is a stats teacher. I mean the correlation between what you do in July and the specific offense you run and what happens in January they're not that closely related. I agree. To be honest with you, I people agree. worry way too much about that stuff. I agree. Are they playing hard, and are they listening,
0: and and do they yeah. like each other? Yeah,
1: that's more calm? than more than if you run the offense exactly right. Trust me, you're not you're not You're you're, you're throwing them on a tournament. They're going playing four games in a weekend. Yeah, it's that doesn't. People put too much stock in that, in my opinion. Way too much stock in it. I agree. Yeah uh because the correlation they forget it like by by august they're thinking about their girlfriend they're not thinking about playing in july kind of thing um, i know yeah.
0: I know and just yeah just to get them to play when it's right. hot yeah you know and uh w- one of the things you, you speak of uh july one of the things that we did that was unique that they don't do anymore is i had my varsity guys or guys that were going to play varsity a lot of the times those guys played JV I had them in the men's league in the summer men's league in our town that my coach a good idea. Doug Snyder uh, started and we would win one game and we, we were like all right listen let's we have to win one game and the men the men they knew they're like all right this high school team they're not good but they usually win one game and please don't let that be against us right <laughs> One game we'll come out and we'll make some shots. You, you right. know how this it is. Yeah, like,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be showed up. Yeah, I don't want right, to be showed right. up. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but what I liked about having the young guys in the men's league and, and the moms were against it. I was like, oh, my gosh, my, my 15-year-old son is going against – he's 6'8". He played, I mean, sometimes we play against guys that played in college.
1: Right. And they're, and they're men. Like they're, they're men. men. They're men. That's the yeah. difference. Yeah. But the
0: young college guys sometimes, because they're, you know, they're trying, they're they're trying to get after it. They don't get it sometimes. I'm like, all right, this is a kid. He's just trying to learn. Like you don't have to throw an elbow in his chest. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's how. That's what <laughs> oh, they did. I'm gonna,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna teach him how to be a better <laughs> human being. And it's like, all right, you're really not. Oh, that's so true.
0: <laughs> but but that's how I learned. That's how I grew up.
1: No, I did too. It's like I I mean I'm in Madison and it's like I'd go down to the UW, you know, and you'd get your crud beat out of you by some you know, guys that used to be good, but now they're two steps slow, kind of thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. We used to have a game called uh, Lois Gets Snuck. And okay. It was every man for himself, up to thirty five. So kind of like twenty one or Oklahoma. You ever you ever play that? Yep, yep. yep. Uh, And if you had the lowest score, everyone was allowed to punch you in the chest.
1: (laughs) Not sure that would work now. Yeah.
0: (laughs) These are are your friends, by the way. (laughs) Yes.
1: That's funny. Yeah. I mean, there's been studies showing that if kids go to a playground and play, they'll even the teams out because they want it to be competitive.
0: Really? That's good to
1: know. Yeah. Yeah. If you send like 10 kids, there's been studies, educational studies that that's the problem with parents over-scheduling right now and doing everything for them. Like, in, it was like a whole sand light, sandlot baseball thing and basketball in the sense that – so let's say you put 10 kids on a court and say go play. They're mm-hmm. going to try to balance it because they don't want to put five, all of the five good ones on one team in the bat because they know who's relatively good and who's not.
0: You haven't because seen my morning basketball club.
1: <laughs> because it's no fun if you, if you win every game by a lot. After a while, it becomes boring.
0: Well, yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. I agree on the theory. Um, but in, in the morning basketball, my little program. Is it
1: the king of the court, though? Do yeah. They, yeah. see, that's the, the problem. Let's say if it's not king of the court, the king of the court's different in the sense that if you win, you get to keep playing. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to stack it. They're but good. if it's like if you just put 10 kids on that court mm-hmm. and you said go play for an hour, mm-hmm. they would balance it out. because. Yeah, they, for an hour, they're going to play. They don't want to win every game for the next hour. That's no fun.
0: Yeah. That's not
1: competitive. Blah, blah, blah. But king of the court is different in the sense that I want the best team because I want to stay. I want to keep playing. Yeah. Um, so there's this that that yeah that yeah, was part I, I, of it.
0: I've actually seen that study. It's uh, when when the challenge is either too high or the challenge is too low.
1: Right. And yeah.
0: There's, there's no flow.
1: Yeah, like a kid can't hit a curveball. Well, they're gonna they're gonna do something like he gets extra pitches and because yeah. they want. They want the game to keep moving, otherwise it's not enjoyable for them um, you know you you stop playing that and do something else um, yeah, all right, Cole, keep going, coach. I didn't mean to interrupt
0: no, no, this is great. this is awesome um i have missed this because i there's no sports I right mean, the only thing we've <laughs> I've, I've watched is the last dance. Have you been watching that I,
1: I have I'm a couple behind though so okay. all
0: right, I'm not going to ruin it don't for ruin
1: you. it don't say I mean I've lived it, but don't ruin it yeah um. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm glad that my, my kids are getting able to get a glimpse. I was like, I was like, I don't think you a guys glimpse
1: are... of his greatness is what I'm telling people. Yes. People don't have any sense of how good he really was. They just know his shoes are cool. Yeah.
0: Uh, and how good Rodman was.
1: Yeah. Rodman just, he found a niche. He found a role. That was the key with him.
0: And so th- I guess that, that brings me to the next, next thing of building a program. Um, uh, so one, I, I don't like to waste time. I don't like to waste uh, our s- space, you know, when we're training in season, um, try to establish relationships, try to uh, build trust in the players and, and, and in the families as well. They have to know that I mean well. And, right. And I've gotten better at that and because I have my own kids, you know, and I'm like, listen, I get it. Yeah, yeah, he's not. He's not – I need him to be – at practice on time. And if he's not doing things right, I'm going to be on him. And guess what? He's going to start picking up his shoes, uh, you know, and he's going to start cleaning. <laughs> at home. Yeah. yeah. At home. All right. And so when he says, yes, coach, or yes, sir, or whatever, he's going to say, yes, dad. Wouldn't that be nice? And they're like, ooh. ooh
1: that right, would now. be nice. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you know, this is not just for me. Because he's going to go home and oh, Coach Carter doesn't like me. Listen, I love you that's why that's why i'm putting this effort in to try to help you and guess what some coach did that for me as well
1: right and that's yeah and and the thing is you got to try to what i tell me you try to you got to try to get the um the parents as allies too i think sometimes young coaches think these parents are like i mean it's easier it's easier over communicate and get them as an ally than try to to not to be honest Mm -hmm. with you
0: yeah yeah uh however you know the game has changed so much where the parents they're they're so specialized cuz it sounds like you and I may have grown grown up playing everything is that right
1: i did i yeah. did I, I i
0: i you just have that vibe that you know you talked about baseball and basketball and as you know i you know i played football and soccer you know i, I coached lacrosse so just grew up playing everything you know you it made you the, a
1: better competitor, which I think part of what we're losing right now. I, to be honest with you, it made absolutely. you a better competitor.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and and problem solver. You know, just figure it out. Um, and uh, what was I getting at? I lost. I lost my train. I That's thought. okay.
1: Um, no, you, we were talking about like playing multiple sports.
0: Yes. Oh, oh, and being specialized. Thank you for yeah. bringing me back. Yep. Uh, and, and, you know, these parents, they're like, oh, well, you know, Johnny, he, he plays in this league and he plays against this player and he, he plays full time. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably not the best for him. It's probably not the best for Johnny to be playing basketball year round, and then you know I don't know who's coaching him. I don't know, you know, who he's playing against. But he's, you know, he's a little bit behind on some of the concepts versus uh, this other kid who only plays basketball during the season, but he plays, you know, high level soccer, plays high level uh, baseball, and he goes to tournaments all over the, uh, you know, all over the the state in the summer playing all three. Right. And then he comes in the season and he's like, Hey coach, I'm a little rusty, but he understands how to dissect the three on two. He understands how to help the helper, right? Fill the gap. He understands when the timing of a pass. And so, you know, um, Steve Nash calls that physical literacy. And so try to develop physical literacy where they can understand. You like that term?
1: I do like that term.
0: Yeah. I I throw that around when I can. Uh, And it's, he says that there's a specific age in which I I guess I six to seven is when they can start really getting developed and then to about 12 years old. So that's where I'm at now about middle school. And if you can do like 10 things, if you can do, you can, you can do these 10 things. um, Now you're going to be ready to be a really good competitor. And no matter what you're doing. So football, basketball, all these different sports, they have these, certain situations right a one-on-one a two-on-one a three-on-two a four-on-two uh you know you're going on a fast break with a trail right or someone's coming in on an angle and so reading the angles and reading the play um and so you only get that by multiple reps and also you know different sports I'm a firm believer in that
1: I am, and, and the studies have shown, especially at the young, like your kids' age right now, they should play multiple sports. It's it's an injury prevention thing, and it's also a, you know, motor skill thing.
0: Uh, um, that's that's what I mean by the physical literacy, the motor yeah, skill. It's Popper. motor skill. It's like
1: people underestimate that motor skill. That uh-huh. you know, and in and, in and, and, and bodies like Giannis and LeBron and stuff are so big too that, um, you know, I think I think I read somewhere LeBron spends almost a million dollars a year on his body.
0: Um, I I believe that yeah he's he's got I've I've seen some of his specific training. he's he's intense
1: yeah it's crazy in my opinion yeah Mm -hmm. it's um but I think he does that because he knows it's it's he's doing the same things over and over again Mm -hmm. that's the issue okay what else coach on building a program
0: yeah so uh I think you, you gotta have good practices you know, okay,
1: what do you one one mean one. by good practices?
0: So uh one Hey
1: everybody, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like, leave a review. We love those five star reviews. We're gonna leave a one star. You can skip to the next podcast. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: 18 plus.